This podcast is powered by The Plug. Y'all ready to get this shit off? I fucking hate you. Huh? What? Hate like, you. Get what off, my nigga? <laughs> you should told be... you to pick, pick another word. Like, oh, no. What's wrong? What? Why do you... you still getting off? Let me know. Who wants to get off in the room with you? Are you secure with yourself, brother? I All am, right. I, I know secure. I am because, nigga, I, I played basketball. What does that mean? College, and you got to take showers with niggas. No, no, no. That's being secure no, with yourself. I don't want to hear it. I was in the military, bro. Okay, but that's being secure with yourself. No, the, real, the real question is, how do you put your pants on? Oh, jeez. God damn it. KP jumps into his pants. <laughs> wow, he does that, huh? <laughs> Go ahead, my brother. Go ahead and do your thing, Tyler. I mean, you're you going to start off with getting getting you off every every episode here, I guess. But uh, raise a glass. Here's uh, here's to y'all. Uh, very very grateful to be in the presence of you guys this evening. But uh, also here's to y'all. Um, appreciate you guys vibing with us. Whatever you're doing, you know whether you you slacking and jacking. <laughs> appreciate you taking a break from slacking. <laughs> slacking and jacking to to vibe with us here here tonight and getting off. <laughs> I like I like to I like to raise a toast tonight though um, to those to those that we've lost, um, you know whether that be maybe with, maybe with your friend and they um, and they they in a rush to get ready for a Friday night to go out and and they plug in the, they they plug in the liner at the same time they uh, mm. they turn on the shower and they electrocute themselves, mm. or, or maybe 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 you maybe you get invited to a family barbecue and you come around the back they tell you to come around the back. And the side of the house isn't well lit, and you fall down a, a yeah. eight foot, yeah. eight foot window well yeah. to yeah. your death. But uh, one way or another, um, here's to those that we've lost. May we find the proper way to cope and, and heal and deal with that in a way that does not lead to the death of ourselves. Cheers. 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 Once again, this is the Wash Podcast. Everyday guys doing every shit, David. Run again, run again, run again, run again. It's the Wash Podcast. Every guy, everyday guys doing everyday shit. Run it again. Everyday guys. Damn it. I had it right the first time. Why are you nervous? Do you want me to slide? Everyday niggas, everyday men. My nigga, where'd, you, where'd you come from before you got here? Let, let him get you, it well? let him... you look depressed on the low. I look depressed. Something. Because oh. you just look like in the air, like, fuck, I fucked up saying shit already. Like, well, in this conversation. No, let's talk about that, fellas. Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's talk about it. Once that. again, it's the Watch Podcast. <laughs> we everyday guys doing everyday shit. Always. I got my guys to my left, to my right, to my right, my man Dre. What up, what up? That man Cutter. And all the way over there is that man Cognac. <laughs> my man Jamel to my left. Good evening, ladies. Jay Carey over there. And always graffiti on the boards. All right, fellas. Let's bring it in. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's talk about trauma. Let's talk about loss. Let's talk about grief. I want y'all to get in your thoughts and be honest with me. My first question across the board is how do we deal with grief? You know what I mean? How do we, how do we cope with things? Is this a, a, a real life question or is this a what? How should we? 
Both. I mean, how do you? How do you? How do you deal with like, it? Like, so let's say worst day of your life. How do you deal with it? If I'm being a thousand percent honest, keep it. Keep well, it. What above. kind of trauma are we talking about? Any kind of trauma. <clears throat> I'm gonna grab a drink. Now, is that the right answer? Probably not. But if that's the real mm. answer, that's the real answer. You think that takes away what? Numbing the pain. That's probably probably a good indication of what it is. But for me, is giving me time to sit and think. Process. But don't you think when you take shots or something like that, it makes you think more? With liquor, I think it does sometimes because it puts you into a different space. Like, you start really thinking. If you smoke weed, nigga, it just... You ain't thinking about shit. It just takes you out of that whole element. Liquor, to me, makes it feels like now I want to call somebody or really relate to someone else how I feel right now. I, I think Dre had it right for me, personally. It is an opportunity for me to process. Mm. It's that time, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Um, different things mean different things for different people, right? So if I was to smoke, I would feel anxious. But if I was to drink, mm. I'd be able to gather my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> you're basically saying that you, in a way, I feel like it's saying you you go into a place and you shut down. I don't like the word shut down, but I can see where you would get that from. Mm-hmm. For me, like I said, it just literally is a time for me to sit there and be able to gather my thoughts. If I'm drinking while I'm doing it, again, mm-hmm. that may not be the right answer, but it is just. That's how you do you it. You want to be alone in that moment or what? I think it depends on the situation. But it it comes to a question that, like, is it, should you be reaching out more when you do that? Like, you say you drink. So this is the first thing I thought when you said that shit. Like, I drink. Alcoholic. Not even alcoholic. Like, I drink as Your if, assumption. like, I'm closing <laughs> the world off. Like, I'm going into my room. I'm about to let me do me. And like you said, it's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just that's what I feel like. You know what I mean, Dre? What What do you think? How do you How do you go through it? Man, I go through, I go through stages. So it's not really one way to deal with it, you know. So I think the most traumatic, traumatic thing in my life was when my mom passed. Oh, sorry, and, brother. And I was, God, what? 19, 20? 19, something like 19 that. 19 or 20? Yeah. And found out during halftime. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At a game? At a, yeah. a game. We was, that was a found game. Halftime out of game. Yeah. I, uh, halftime. You still played, my nigga? Oh, man. Yeah. We went back there. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, played his game so, of his life. <laughs> oh, that nigga ran. Huh? <laughs> hey, I, I ran angry like a motherfucker that second half, though. Um, but no, I came in from half. My my pop and my, my little brother were just... There and she was in hospice. I knew but I saw him, I knew I knew what it was. Um, but I I, I guess I went through stages. So one shut down, mm-hmm. um, came back, didn't didn't want to talk to nobody, didn't want to be around nobody. Then liquor. There you go. I guess numb and pain, not wanting to deal. Then really I had just just angry at the world. Right. You know what I mean? So I retreated to the weight room. You get swole in the ass, huh? Start having a lot of a lot more sex. 
You <laughs> <laughs> was lifting bitches. Huh? <laughs> I mean, I, I had, to, I had, I had anger, and I had to to get the shit out somehow, right? So one, I'm numb, trying to numb shit. Then I'm just in all the feelings. I'm trying to get the shit out. So I think we all go through stage. I don't think there's a right or wrong way, but oh yeah, at least me. There's I go through stages. And stages is so for me, and I I get I get a lot of flack for this when trauma when someone upsets me when I'm just not in a good mood. I won't say I just grab a drink, but I shut down. Like mm. you just don't say nothing to me. Just let me be. I'm not saying I go and I just want to watch TV. Like I'm gonna find something to watch, and I'm just sitting there, and that's it. And like nine times out of ten, if someone say, "Hey, KP, what's wrong?" I'm good. But I think even when we shut down, right, we can do different shit when we shut down. So one, we shut down and we distract. Right. Distract ourselves. And other, we shut down and we could like punish ourselves by staying in the feeling of what happened. Right. Like intentionally making yourself feel like shit and dwelling or thinking on what just happened. How do you know that you are in a space that is negative? Or That's if it's good. like during that time too. In general, right? So maybe it's not even something traumatic, but you just understand. How do you understand that? Like shit, something's not right with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the next question. How do you identify like that? You know that you're not good. Like, do you okay. speak it out? Right. Do you there, go off there could of be, others? Right. There could be different kind. Of, before you go, there can be different kinds of trauma. Right. You can have like immediate trauma, right or you can have there. like long lasting trauma. The shit that right. just builds up. Or it can right? make some shit that. 10 minutes ago and it wasn't even that bad but it's trauma to you at that moment so you're trying to figure out how can I get out of that moment mm-hmm. and I think that's what it comes down to how do I get out of that moment and that's your first thought how do I get, get out, of, out this? of this but that shit's hard because so my question is how, the step before that how do you even know that you're in that moment before mm-hmm. saying how do I get out of that moment how do you know like shit shit this builds moment. up it, it has to have already been built up some way. Mm-hmm. You already had something built up in you. And when something triggers something, no matter what, I think if you get that little trigger, that could take you overboard. And now yes. it's really like, all right, I got to go to the store. That's, that's a good, that's, I think that's a good answer is there's going to be a trigger. Right. Yeah. The question then for me becomes is. How do you get over that trigger? No, no, no. What is the trigger? To, to be so excited, so to be. A thousand percent honest. I work in education, right? For the past 18 months to two years, it's been rough for a lot of educators, right? Okay. Um, and for the most part, I think of myself as a pretty positive person. But then there was a point probably about a month ago where I, I came home and I was just like, yo, I'm just not, I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling right. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. So that that's the question, though. What, what made you say something's wrong? Like, was it like a... a, a reaction to something like did you did you overreact did you like do something out of your norm like how did that i think that's the key did that happen it was did something it, happened I, out the norm i don't think it was something that happened out the norm i just didn't feel normal but i kind of mm-hmm. feel where you're going with that where me being a coach dealing with little girls and you get triggered by one little girl like damn now you feel that way, maybe everyone. So that triggers me to go home. Like maybe I need to, it's something I'm doing for them to want to trigger me into being triggered mm-hmm. no matter what. And that might be at school with the kids. 
you might fuck with one little kid and the kid might do something at home and now they're triggered. Now Waterfall. they triggered you. Right. <laughs> and so it just start pushing it off just... on all everybody else. So then that's when you like, shit, I just want to go home nigga, and smoke or I want to drink and I just don't want to think about what already happened. But once you start getting into that mode of drinking, mm-hmm. smoking, if you sniff, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it takes you out of that moment. And I think that's what a lot of people do. You cope by that. Just take me out of that moment for that 15 minutes. But Jeez. then the, the question there or the, the, there, the idea there is there are some people who get stuck in that. And they keep going. And stay right. in the cope. Or it's then being like, hey, I know I'm here. Now I need to get up out of it. That's, so, that's why I don't, I don't do you, think. That's hard. That's why I don't think how we identify we're not good. I don't think it has to be a trigger. I think it may may take a lot of work to be introspective, to look at yourself and like say, yo, either you I'm not feeling well. I'm, or what, like, no, I'm not feeling well. Or I'm not doing shit that I would normally do. Mm-hmm. I'm acting different or I'm feeling different because motherfuckers that maybe have a vice. We talk about grabbing a drink, but if you grabbing a drink for five years and it's affecting your work, <laughs> affecting your family and shit, that's different. Then it's like, all right, <laughs> that wrong. person ain't in a good place, but how can they know they're not good if they can't see it? I right. think you need to really a person look in, at yourself. A person in that place is just by their self mm-hmm. because you don't, if, if no one can at least try to guide you before you fuck over yourself, Right, because somebody's gonna tell you mm-hmm. regardless if you can't tell yourself. I'm gonna pause you right there though, because think about being black males in America. Suck that shit up, man up, go do what you got to do. Okay, yeah. that I'll chime in on that part. So, for me personally, this has been the hardest year of my life. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm I'm 38. Like I I've never. Damn. I'm, I mean, I mean, I sorry, that. I'm sorry. No, sorry. Look, my fucking is old. Like, I mean, I've never gone through a year like this year, ever, right? And it's been back to back to back to back, like every month since mm. March. Damn. So when you asked KP earlier about, you know, how do you, you know, how do you cope and how do you personally, I, and I'm probably in the, I'm probably in the minority. Yeah, I guess it may seem from the outside that I'm shut off, but I stay in it because I have to feel that. Okay. I have to remember face it. what it feels like. I have to remember that in order for me to move on. If I don't, then hurting to yourself. me it's like I feel it will come back later. You're hurting yourself. You or not, right? Now, you already know me. I don't really I don't really drink like that, but I'm I'm I look, I'm on the psychedelics heavy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that makes you look inward. And man said, I float in the clouds. Have, look, I'm, look, so... Well, whether it's drinking or psychedelics, it's some form something. of self-medication. Yeah. There you go. That's the I word. I wouldn't even... But if you do it on a normal, I would, I would, sometimes I don't even think you would even call it something like that because you do it. No, it, it was more, it was more, okay, like... So, so what for you're going, example, you're, in, you're enhancing it? For Yeah, for example, okay. um, in March, or excuse me, uh... April, I guess. Um, my uncle passed, right? But sorry it was sorry, right? that, sorry. I get thank y'all. Rest in heaven. You know what I'm saying? But the the, the way the situation played out, my uncle was a loner, mm. so we didn't really even know for a while that he was gone. Yeah, mm. his neighbors had to call that shit in. Oh shit! So I had to go 
with my dad to the crib. Yeah, and like so that shit, like that was like probably, and this is me talking like growing up in the East Side in the nineties, going to war twice. Like I never had that type of no shit like that. That's that's trauma. So. And of course, like in in my family, it's like it's just, I'm pretty much the only one here, you know. My mom and everyone else, they're all spread out all over the country, all over the world, right? So, this is my mom's brother. So, I was there throughout the whole process. It took me a minute, right? It took me a minute, but I would probably say, and of course, yeah, I'm, I'm sad and all that, you know. But I would say probably. Four or five days after I made the initial, you know, discovery or whatever, I went, I waited for my family to go to sleep, and I went into a room by myself, and I took enough shrooms that made me feel like I had to vomit, right, or that I had to cry, but I held that shit in, and I just sat there and thought about my uncle the entire night until the sun came up. And after that, I was fine, mm. right? The way that I know that that shit helped, because the next month, I lost my aunt, one of my aunts, right? Mm. That was a completely different situation because she had been in the hospital. She had been very sick. She had had an organ transplant. A lot of other stuff happened. A lot of, lot of, lot of stuff happened to her. She just she couldn't hold on. So we watched that shit in COVID times. We watched that shit on Zoom. Yeah. It's just a random day. I'm working. We're still dealing with my uncle shit. Mm-hmm. And my mom is just like, there's yeah, something else on you. Do it. And I'm like, okay. So we watched it on Zoom, right? I know that because of what I went through the month before of my uncle, that I was able to deal with that mm. better. Right? Because I know... This is grief. This is loss. Take that shit in. Feel that shit. Understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because again, that's 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 your family. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that is a void that can't ever be filled. So let me let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Did you ever talk to anybody outside of the family? Somebody a professional? Uh no. I've never even I've never even told y'all that this is the I've never told anyone. Mm-hmm. Especially the shit with my uncle. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was like that had to be tough right there. That was a nightmare. So why like, why not? Because. Why or why not? I, w- I would also say because everyone's lost, especially last year and this year, right? So last year was crazy for me because I had a dozen family members, six. Some of them were intubated. No one died, though. This year, uh, I've lost people, Right. So, I don't know. It's and then that's also maybe me. Just like going back to what you said a little earlier about uh, suck it up, right? So, and of course maybe I should talk to someone about that shit. But in my head, everyone goes through bad shit. But when you going through these things, like do and this is my question all across the board. Like, how do you want someone to come to you? Like, if if you're going through something, do you want me to call you? Do you want me to reach out? But see, the the problem is you probably wouldn't. No, unless I told you, leave you alone. 
But even no. when someone knows something that, that's happened to someone, it's the same thing that you're going to hear no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to tell you they're sorry. I'll they're going to give you I'll condolences. But, but then even when, like, even yeah. if I say it to someone, it's like, damn, I know that don't really mean it. I mean, nothing I could say is going right. to make you, no matter what. No you can try. But that's why I guess where niggas just go to their little own little world where it's just like, let me just be by me no matter what. Like, so let me, let me ask you. You said everybody's going to say this or. Like I said, everybody's going to say the same thing on repeat, but does it matter who, who says, says it? Who says it, yeah. Right? I would say... So if I, I mean, not you, really. If I hit you up, and I was just like, yo, I mean, you yeah. good? And you're responsibly, yeah, I'm good. And then do you want that checking in on you every day, or do you want me to leave you alone? See, and there you go right there. Because, But then it's like, are you just doing that because you feel sad for me at that moment? But I mean, that's the whole point of it. Right. But... Do you now? I see you really feel for me this day, mm-hmm. this day because it's really hitting a nigga or it's affecting me. Mm-hmm. So now it's a purpose of me really being on your bumper, like there my you nigga. Go. Okay, maybe you didn't even hit me back the first time, so it's like the second day, like my nigga, you good? Yeah. So then it's like, all right, well, a nigga might care, right. mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. where niggas probably feel in general where niggas don't give a fuck about your own feelings mm-hmm. or your feelings, mm-hmm. your, but when until trauma comes. Mm-hmm. But he, so, one, I, I, no, no, yeah. one thing, that nigga does it good, mm-hmm. graffiti. He always, what he say, I want to test niggas' pressure, see how niggas is. That's like one of the best things I applaud him for. Right. Because a nigga could really be going through something and you could be like, damn, that nigga just knew when to say that. Like, yeah. now let me just open up. So let me, I'll say, I'll say this. My, uh, similarly, my uncle passed in 2019, mm-hmm. right? Condolences. And, I was born in 86. I tell everybody I haven't cried since 74. But. <laughs> KP but, Jr. over here. <laughs> but when Wait. my uncle passed, kept it all inside, whatever, whatever. My father and myself and my father and I, we have a very strained relationship, right? However, this is his brother. Mm-hmm. We were down there in Georgia, and I said to him, I was like, Dad, I'm going to miss Uncle Ronald. And he started crying, and I started crying, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just like one of those, like, we're on the same page. You know I love you. You know I love you. We are both going this through this together, and mm-hmm. we can experience this, or it's, it's okay to cry in this moment. So in that place, you had your pops to vent to and things like Absolutely. that. So if I would have been like, yo, Jamel, you good? And then you probably would have been. That's my point. I would have been like, yeah, I'm straight. I'm, I'm handling it. I wouldn't have lied to you. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm, I'm feeling it. But I wouldn't have came Whoever's going to lie, though. Right. Whoever's yeah. going to really be like, nigga, when you ask somebody if they're all right, right they're really going to be we like, lie. man, but I don't well, know. Well, that's, you might, but right. yeah. I, I can't fucking deal with it. You know mm-hmm. You right. might, yeah. but nine well, times out of ten, a nigga ain't gonna so, really gonna so come at you vulnerab- like that. Vulnerability. Well, there you go, vulnerability, right? So that's why sometimes, like, you ask the question, right, "How you doing?" No, I'm all right. You can go, like, "No, nigga, I'm asking how the fuck. How you are doing? you? Yeah, yeah. Well, what's wrong?" And, and so then that then Dre's that goes been to, really good at that because there's been several times where I'm like, "I'm good," but Dre be like, "Nah, nigga, I <laughs> how know are something. you? Actually, yeah, what you the fuck's that, going that, on?" Yeah. <laughs> but so, some niggas know how to read each other. Yeah, right. And it and it's like some people will just text message you. Dre will fucking call you. Call you. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's that's where I'm trying to get at. It's just I have a hard time. Me personally, when I know my my people, my cats, everybody's going through some shit. Females, guys, I don't know if you want me on your head. I don't know if you you want me to leave you alone. I don't know if you want me to like because my first jig is I'm here. Know that I'm here, and everybody says that, right? I'm mm-hmm. here. I don't know how how much weight that. Holds with people, but then I'm just like, all right, do I text him again? Do I text him again? But do I go that? over there? Because I like because is that 
Is that what you mm. wouldn't want to have? Like you don't want people on your head, so yeah. you're thinking, damn, he doesn't want me, me on his head. Yeah. So I me think- personally, I want what I would like is I want a quick, you good? And I you know I'm I'm dealing with something, but I'm okay. Leave me alone for a little bit, but just come back. So you back. don't want that next day. Not the next day. Just but give then, me a second. But, and then but how come you back. gonna? You can't. A motherfucker want to make sure you straight. And are you gonna tell a motherfucker like? No. Nah, uh, but so you how you gonna? I mean, I, I get where you're saying how you're saying it, but yeah. like you just said prior, nigga, what for niggas on your bumper every day, nigga? Mm-hmm. That nigga really cares, regardless of how you feel. You should be genuine. Take that. Take well, something out of that to be like, damn, and someone does care about me, and it's not my immediate family. Sometimes right. that's where it goes. Right. If it's not your immediate family, and the nigga's like, damn, my nigga, like you said, like, I, I can tell when this shit got to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. but I think we, we mentioned earlier, I think it depends on the relationship you have with that person. Even if y'all cool and shit, even depends on what you're going through. Depending on what you're going through, even if they own your bumper, you may not want to confide or open up to what the hell's going on mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i think when, i think when someone's on their bumper then yeah it's you're blessed to have that relationship not everyone has someone that will do mm-hmm. but if let's say you don't want to open up to that person right or you don't have anybody to open up to like can we go to someone can we go to therapy oh absolutely and is it is it cool? Like, because before, like you I'm said, not right? Going to no like, fucking therapy. there we go. So that's, like you said, and go you get too, it off, Dre. Yeah, uh, KP too. Before he said, well, there's there's two trains of thought, right? Like, no, I ain't going to no fucking therapy. I don't need no goddamn therapist. I think times have changed to where it's more acceptable, especially for us as black men, to like, yo, go talk to somebody that's not the fucking barber. That's not your friend. Objective. And not the bar. Someone outside of it. So and be, and before you go, Cutter, be, before you that's go. That's probably the whole point right that's, there. They're not going to judge you. That's yeah. the jig right there. So, like you said it right when Dre was talking. <laughs> I'm not fucking with that shit. Why? Why is there such a bad thing against their. Wait, were you, were you saying that personally or are you just no, saying that's that? just me. Like, you, you personally would not go talk to someone. No, I'm not talking to nobody. Why? It's just. For one, I have a, a hard time. And there you go right there. But for me, I have a hard time opening up to anybody anyway. Mm-hmm. So for me, really, to go talk to a stranger, but that's where it goes to the point of you saying, who's going to judge me and who's not? Because if I'm willing to go talk to a stranger, why shouldn't I be willing to talk to you niggas in that same category, in that same why? Because, because you know me? No, 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 no. He said. No, because you, you know me? You but said, I right? would feel better telling someone I know my business on the low than someone I don't. Mm-hmm. Because if I can open up to you, I shouldn't have to open up to this motherfucker. Would that be, I'm not a professional. But, the, but it, well, you're a professional in what? Nigga, you know how to talk to me and I know how to talk to you. And you know how to talk to another individual. Regardless if you're trying to read their mind and that's mm-hmm. what a therapist is going to try to do. Read your mind. Why? That's what you're probably going to always mm-hmm. get. Mm-hmm. Why? And wh- motherfucker, stop whying me. No, it's. I don't. But think that's it, just how I'm going to feel. Oh yeah, I, 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 feel I don't think real, it's a why. But, but uh, KP, up, no, KP, you had you have the same but different way of uh, view of therapy. Why you wouldn't go talk to one, right? You said no. like talk to your friends, right? No, 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 no. Like, My view on therapy is, I think I'm. 
it's weird because I, I'm a therapy to myself. I think I'm a different, <laughs> you laugh, I'm a different human being. Like, I can say to myself, like, all right, when I go into this conversation, they're going to say this. When I go into this conversation, they're going to say, like, every one of you cats that's sitting at this table right now, I can tell you a problem, Dre. I could tell you a problem and be like, yo, boom, 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 boom. And I know exactly how you're going to respond. You don't know me. With me, I don't like therapy. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like talking to people because I walk into those situations that as if I know exactly what you're gonna say to me. I think you like if I went to you and was like, "Yo, I'm mad about whoop doo doo whoop doop." I've met and I know humans so well. It's just like I know what you're gonna say to me, and I don't need that. I'm I'm gonna I, I'm gonna push back slightly on this, and this is kind of what I was going to when I was talking to Cutter, like. We all have similar points of view, right? The shared black experience, which I talk about a lot, right? right. If you were to go see a professional, mm-hmm. they would be able to give you a different viewpoint, a more educated viewpoint on as to why it is that you are operating in the way that you are I don't think operate. a motherfucker going to well, be able to tell me anything like well, that. But I mean, and that's just me, and that's why probably why I won't go, because I'll be able to listen, but in the back of my mind, I'm not, I don't want to listen. Mm. And that's probably the okay. problem right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's... I don't want to listen. I'm there, but... We just had a breakthrough. You want some third eye? (laughs) We showed a fuck. We just had a breakthrough. I think for me, the only reason why I would is for that other opinion. So the only reason I would go is if I'm going, like, let's say me and Dre is going through some shit. And I was like, you know what? I need a separate opinion. Who's going to be like, you know what? Dre, you need to listen to what KP is saying. KP, you need to listen to what Dre is saying. KP, you're not listening because Dre said this, but you construed this. Or more, or this better, is, better off is this is why you misconstrued this. That too. This is why yeah. you are not listening. So maybe that's a jig. I'll probably go with a, a couple thing. Mm-hmm. I won't go by myself because there's, there's nothing like if I'm just like sitting here venting to this stranger. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. I feel like I know. Okay, you you need to talk to your father. You need to relate but, more. But, but, but is it the truth, though, if somebody told saying, you is that? that, is that not but that, it's the right. truth. Do your friends tell you? I mean, I don't know if we're just going to go there, but <laughs> if that's the truth, nigga, if your friend said that, nigga, how would you feel? You'll be like, shut the fuck up. Nah. <laughs> well, because that's the difference between me and you. If someone who knew me through and through said, hey, KP, this is why you're mad, and I noticed this is why you do things, because they know I react a certain way. I would probably receive it a little bit better because you know. I think this I think this is the reason there is a stigma around therapy. Mm-hmm. Right. So one, you say like you're gonna come to me because you know what I'm gonna say. To me, that's like a comfort level. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to step out of my comfort zone. I, if I want to hear this, I go to this person. I want to hear this, go to that person. Uh, if I want to hear some negative shit, I go to somebody. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then if you if we go if you go to therapy, so, yes, like at first they are stranger, right? But it's supposed to Build a relationship. You build a relationship, and you get more comfortable over time, and you open up more. You don't just spill fucking everything on day one. Man, but I've already. seen some shit where motherfuckers be happy where they, like, I can't wait to go talk to this motherfucker. To well, your yeah, therapist? There's a purpose. Right. There's a clear, defined purpose while you're going to go see yeah, this person. But this, this isn't, you're not just going to go hang out. But so what and, about what about oh, the concept of, oh, the, I'm sorry, go ahead, Dre. And, and therapists are... They're human too. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you may need to find the right therapist for you. For you. A lot of oh, therapists has no. already you, been you, through the same shit you're you probably going through. And you said the shared black moment. experience as black men, I think it's positive if we go to see a therapist, mm-hmm. we try to find a black 
therapist. Why though? Why a I, woman if, or a man? If I matter. go to a therapist, I want. Uh, something. What do you mean it doesn't matter? I went to a black therapist before. A, a woman or a man? I've gone to a man, but the next one that I have, I will go to a woman. I think it matters because, like I said, they're human beings, right? So you take all that training, mm-hmm. but even with even with fucking doctors, all their medical training, mm-hmm. they still impart their personal experiences, personal biases, Which therapists are their life experiences, doctors. right? I was a medical doctor. <laughs> well, but it's the same. Like, like psychiatrists yeah, and shit. That's but, what I'm saying. But you're saying like, yeah, you know, I'm saying like, doctors, they I'm saying we're, they're all human. Right. Trained professionals, right. licensed right. professionals, right. they're right. human, and we all have human biases. Right. So they're going to impart that when they're listening to you and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Correct. Well, right there, Dre, what you said, we all have these, they have these human biases. So that's why I, it's in a way like, I don't want to talk to you because you're going to give me your bias of what you no, so no it's, it's it's more of they get an understanding right so if you talk to a, a let's say you talk to a black male who's a therapist when mm-hmm. he's listening to your shit he's like yo i understand what the fuck you're going through. but i don't want you to relate to me as a black man it's I want not you just to... relating it's, it's when he's seeing and i feel what you just said on. that don't relate to me because you're black mm-hmm. it's not relating it's not relating it's understanding okay so let me let me ask you guys this the concept of I ain't a going perfect... to no fucking therapist point blank period <laughs> but let me let me ask you guys this and the, that therapist nigga. the concept of the perfect stranger mm. what you mean somebody that you met once you'll never meet them again oh you mean conversation like, yeah but no conversation you unload and they're you're never they're gonna they can't judge you because wow. they're never gonna see you again has right? that ever happened to you yeah so you know this is it's a one of my favorite movies is uh, Fight Club. Sex and City. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sex and I don't understand. How to, I don't understand how we got <laughs> here. You be I'm off just going. We gonna move on from that one. Um, but Fight Club, right? So you have uh, sample size friends. Mm-hmm. You sit next to somebody mm-hmm. on the airplane. You meet them. You have a great conversation, and then you walk off that airplane. You're never gonna see this motherfucker again. Mm-hmm. So you can expose your yeah. entire life story to this motherfucker, right? And you won't you you'll be judged or not judged, but you don't have to worry about it because you'll never, never see this person me. again. I right. see what you're doing. So what, what do you think about yeah. that concept? That concept there is um shit, that's social media. I can vent and get this shit all out. Who gives a fuck on, on the other end who hears it? No, is I, that what you're saying? No, because on social media, your, your avatar, your, your person is attached to this person. On an airplane and I'm sitting next to Tyler and I've never met Tyler before in my left my life, I can be like my nigga, uh, I, I am a FBI agent, and I had to kill sixteen people or something like that. <laughs> and it'd probably be interesting to him. And it'd be him. interesting like, to him, oh, and we okay. can talk just, about it and figure shit out. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, anymore. I don't ever have to see him again, and I don't have he shit. I met I, this one guy on the plane; he killed sixteen. It's just the knowing, I, I guess. Well, I think you knowing you're going into something that you're going to have to really he, talk uh, about. Yeah. I think that I, interaction right there is I think point blank period. It just happened, and those conversations probably are the best. Yeah. Well, I think that. The conversation, the interaction he's having is a form of venting, right? There you Let me go. get some shit off my chest. But it's there not you even go. venting. You have to. If you get you, some shit off your chest, but no, he's comfortable with what he said. So something that this individual said triggered him mm-hmm. to be like, if I'm going to a therapist, I already know anything I say is going to trigger them to trigger me, and we're mm-hmm. just going to trigger back and forth. No, no, tra- no, 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 no. Point triggering doesn't necessarily be no, a negative. No, no, thing. no, no, no. Correct, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Though. No, 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 no. That's not what Jamel's saying. No. I think Jamel is talking about a form of therapy, meaning I can go to this stranger and unload all of my problems, everything that I'm going through. This person doesn't know me from a can of paint, mm-hmm. and I can just say some shit. I'm never going to see this person again, 
and they can give me their unbiased opinion. And I just feel relieved. They might not even have to give you an yeah, opinion. No, just it's just a release. Yeah. I got to tell somebody. Just get this shit like, off. With that being I, said, I, if I you see me on an airplane, don't, don't, don't talk to me on the fucking airplane. Or I'm like, I know what Jay Carey's going to say. I know what Jay's going to say. I know what KP's going to say. Let me just tell somebody who I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect. Let me get this shit off my chest. Just they don't have to say shit. something back to me. I just, I'm just glad I told somebody. To me, Got that's like venting. That's, that's a, which is a form of A form of therapy. therapy. Yeah. But what if you're the person that you're always the one trying to do the therapy? You know what I mean? Therapists then, need therapy. Then some, some niggas might come to you. Why I think I wouldn't. Because, right. like, I mean, I have a lot of little cousins. So I always feel like, kind of older now, I'm like, fuck y'all niggas. Y'all got to do what y'all got to do. But you always feel like you have to bleed something in them mm-hmm. for them to know something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I might judge you motherfuckers more than I would judge anybody else. But then you taking that judging where now I can't fuck with you because you always judging me. But now I grew mm-hmm. out of that where it's like, I wasn't judging you. I wanted you guys to be better than me. But that's being a therapist, like trying to show someone and tell someone more of what to do than leading. So let, let me let me flip it on his head just a little bit, especially <laughs> for you, E, right? You are a coach of young women, and they come to you and confide in you with all types of shit. Mm-hmm. And they're coming to you. It's like, yo, coach ain't going to judge me. I need to have this conversation with somebody who's outside my household, mm-hmm. right? So it's the same conversation. You might be playing that therapist role for Correct. some of these young ladies, right? right? Me the same way because I have 900 kids that I, that I interact with every single day, right? Kids. From middle school, from 6th grade to 12th grade, right? And I still keep in contact with a lot of my, my kids that have graduated, right? So for me, it's like, yo, if I can provide that sense of stability or that sense of conversation for somebody, Mm -hmm. even though I'm not a professional, Mm -hmm. I would love to be that outlet. And I think that's where I feel like going to someone else to trying to get it, it probably wouldn't work for me Mm -hmm. because I'm used to being that one. Like, well, let me give my two cents on. But what if you Mm -hmm. were educated more to the point where you were actually able to just be able to give just as opposed to your two cents as a nigga in Denver, as opposed to a nigga that's like, yo, I know you're going. You're you're experiencing multiple personality yeah, disorder. Like you're trained, or that, yeah, yeah, I'm trained for it. Now I can give you that information. That extra. So just because you are that person as a, a everyday nigga, now you're somebody who's educated enough to give that uh, that information to somebody so else and help them out. And, and that's, that's why I think it's important for people to go, go to, to a, pro, a pro. But that's the jig right there, Jamel. Like everybody can't go to a pro. Like my man Cutter over here cannot go to a pro. But as much as he says he will not, I think he does go to therapy. I think he goes to like his uncle. He goes mm-hmm. to one of us. He goes to, and that's his therapy session. Y'all niggas can sit in the garage and put one up. You know what I mean? And that man get all his shit off. And one of us can get that nigga his, his advice and blah 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 blah. That's a form of therapy, right? Right. No, I don't want you to say get that get off, but <laughs> pause. <laughs> I, I get you. I get you. That's a form of therapy. Right. You know what I'm mean? saying? You gotta you gotta move to that point of. I need someone to release on. So that brings me on to the next topic. When we go through all these types of things, is it okay to like emotionally, like do you niggas cry? Do y'all absolutely like, do y'all let y'all emotions show? Yeah. Is that, it, it depends on the venue. Yeah. What do you mean the venue? Again, like I said, it was me and my father in our family home. That's the last time you cried, my nigga. Yes. Why? 
2019. So you're trying to tell me nothing has happened in your life since 2019 that made you want not, to cry? No, no, it's not. That's not it. I think because of the way that we are cultured, the way that we grow up, it is hard for me to get to the point where I can cry. There we go. But if, if you get to a situation where it is Why? emotionally built up, because it's just the way we are cultured. Why? That's my question. Why? Why are we raised we're living to, by a not culture cry? to not cry? Why? Because men don't. Cause that's the culture. America, men don't dog. cry. So what's you wrong? You ain't supposed to be soft, nigga. Point exactly. blank. Period. So what's wrong crying, with crying? What soft. makes what makes crying soft, Cutter? You ain't supposed to be soft. What does that mean? You got to give me like just because like let's say I mean like, that's the stigma of it, nigga. You're don't cry, nigga. You a man. Like right, right now, if my son crying, nigga, I'm gonna tell that nigga not to cry. Regardless <laughs> whether, of whether, anything that happened, right or wrong, oh, right or wrong, you're gonna be right like, nigga, don't cry. Hold so on. now, as a man, as he grows up, he's 13. Like, damn, my dad say, don't fucking cry, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So now, if let's say someone dies, he's gonna look at me and be like, dad, can I cry? How am I supposed to answer that question? Now that would be fucked up. Mm-hmm. So cry, nigga. Well, it, it, I, you I think it, well, if you don't cry, nigga, that shit builds up in you, nigga. You so when you do cry, you there's no telling what you just might do. So help me, help me out, help me out, because I heard one, there your you son's go. gonna yeah. cry. You tell him not to cry, but yeah. at a funeral, like, yeah. oh, no, I'm gonna right, cry. Yeah, so how do you? How you navigate that? But that's what I, I can't. I don't motherfucking know. But that's my jig right there. You can't come off top. You can't cry because it's soft. I'll t- this is what I don't I'll tell you. This, this is what I struggle not, with, and I think no. Nah, I, I feel I'm not calling my son soft, and I, I'm talking about us. Our generation might be different than theirs as they grow up. Oh, it definitely is correct. So yeah. my crying nigga is my big cousin or somebody. Nigga, you, a, you that's the crying. You a punk if you cry. I'm not telling my son that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you just failed, my nigga. Did, did you, are you bleeding? Don't cry then. Mm-hmm. And my no, mom used right. to always say, there you go. Yeah. If you ain't bleeding, there ain't no point of crying. So now mm-hmm. it's like, somebody died, They ain't. I don't see no blood on For, them if they're mm-hmm. in a funeral. For me, it was always, you can cry as long as you have something to cry, cry about. There you go. And that's what I was going to say, because Cutter was like shutting it down. You can't cry. No, I... It was, I'm going to give you I'm something. Saying, I, I took it to a different level because I said my son. Mm-hmm. But that's where it's going as I'm telling him don't cry. So when it's really time for him to really shed some emotions, some he's probably thinking in the back of his head now, I can't cr-. My dad said don't cry. So Dre. So, so Dre. Hold on, real quick, KP. Let me jump in because with my son, a lot of times I'm like, are you going to cry? And he says, yes. I say, okay, go ahead and cry and get it out. But now that you're done crying, tell me why you were why crying. Why you crying? Right? Because I know the generation before us was like, don't cry, be a man, toughen mm-hmm. up. And I don't want to be that same one Correct. to my son. I right? got you. I so got if, you. I, if for me personally, cry your little punk ass eyes out, nigga. <laughs> but once you you're must done, like hearing that shit. But, but, there, but once nigga. you're done crying, my nigga, we're going to talk we're about talk this about shit. It. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, my, it's a reason my thing, behind your crying. It's a reason behind your crying. So if you're crying because you, yeah. you fell down and skinned your knee, mm-hmm. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> wow. But if you're crying and there's an actual reason behind your crying, I'm going to support you in it. Right. I understand why you did that. So I don't think it's a generational thing, though. I do. Because, no, I'm in the same generation as you. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was because I was raised by a woman and not a man. She was, my mom would come to me and was like, why are you crying? It, it's never been you should not cry. Mm. It's why are you crying? Is that a reason to cry about it? And that's cry the, right now, cause the, cry, the jig, and I, <laughs> and that's how I am with my nephews. Like I don't have kids, so I can't go to that. But when my my nephew, he's crying, and everyone's everyone's being hard mm. on him. His dad's mad at him, whatever it may be. But I'll come in there and I'll be like, "Yo, what's wrong?" <laughs> no, 
what's wrong? And then he'll tell me. And I'm like, do you feel better? Like, is that why you're crying? And he'll straighten up because he'll realize, oh, shit, I'm fine. I don't need to cry about this. So to your point, Cutter, it's okay to cry, but know why you're crying and have a good reason to be crying. Real quick, I'm going to say I think that is because this generation has the tools to understand where we are emotionally. Prior to the generation before us, they didn't understand why the fuck they were going through all this emotional shit. They mm-hmm. were just like, nigga, get your ass out here and because these white people are going to be on your motherfucking head. <laughs> right? And I said it. I'll, I'm, I'll stand behind my statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm talking about but, but, but now we have the understanding to be like, hey, stand beside we can understand why we are going through an emotional period. We understand that it's an emotional period, and we understand that we need to, we need to be able to debrief from that period. Prior to us, our fathers and their fathers before them – they didn't have that those tools, and they didn't have the opportunity to right. explore that. Right. So, which takes growth, and this is where I have some more growth because even in a time I do cry, mm-hmm. I tell myself in my head, "You fucking Stop cry, your soft ass mother." I be telling that shit to myself in the goddamn but you moment. Won't tell that to your son. No. Exactly. But no. that's where it Shit, I to... might have a little No, and that's where we got to no. fix. Sorry. Go ahead. That's, that's where we... I, I'm, I'm with y'all. Like, let my son or daughter, when they crying, mm-hmm. I don't let them cry it out, but I'm like, I know why they crying. Mm-hmm. And I'll be telling them, like, does it still hurt? All right, you don't need to cry. But let's name, how much, how, like, let's name like that. A, how, how big of a mental issue is that for us that we can do that with our kids? But we couldn't do it for ourselves. We can't our, do it for ourselves. Yeah. Even Gross. today, at this moment, right now in time... If you were to cry, you'd be like, man, quit being a bitch. But you would never say that to your son. And that's what's right, crazy boom. about it, right? Maybe I should go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we uh-huh. do. I think we do do Teach that. Teach me how to talk to my punk ass. Uh, <laughs> punk <laughs> ass uh, a little girly ass daughters. I want her to play basketball. You know, just weird shit. I'm just, but you I'm know just what's the jig, though? You know what's the jig? I think we do do that. You know what I mean? We don't call him a little punk ass or cause you say, oh, I say, I in say my head. to myself, in my head, stop yeah. being a bitch. Yeah. That's what you say yourself. No, in my head. Stop in being head, a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you're doing exactly what I said. You're asking yourself, what the fuck are you crying for? Right. But I think yeah. it's just get a, your shit together. It's just the comfort a kid wants from whoever they're crying to. Absolutely. And there, there it goes. That's a great but, point. Because my daughter, nigga, she cried today and I'm like, the louder it goes, I just want your attention. But mm. also, I think we all have this same thing, and I'll, I'll try to wrap it up, where the tools that our parents told us about not crying mm-hmm. was to prepare us for the world we were going to live in, right? So even though, yeah, we've had that growth, yeah, experience your emotions, feel your emotions, but we do say, like, did it hurt? You don't still need to cry. We still, we can't go all the way back to crying is okay. Like, we still need to equip them with the tools to be to your point the world, the world has changed the world has changed from 57 when my dad was born right to 86 when i was born mm. to 18 when my son was but born. just because some shit has changed doesn't mean it's changed for good it just but, could mean it's just been adapted but do you want to where we, we still they're still going to be black men living in america thousand percent right. but do Go you ahead, still want to keep the same shit as it always been there it goes right there do right. you want to change some shit Gotta change right. it. You gotta change you ha- it. If you, if you stay in the fucking same place, we ain't never gonna go nowhere. Right, right. That's just like, <laughs> we, we're, we're, we're raising the same. <laughs> where we still need to equip them with the tools when they, grit, when they get older. So, 
Do you, bring, let's bring it, bring it all home. Bring right. it all home. Ready to go hard again, shit. Let's bring it. Let's go there. Let's bring it all there. So, <laughs> we talked about a lot of shit. We talk about coping. We talk about therapy. We talk about when do you I know shit's fucked up. We talk about fucking men crying. <laughs> to bring it home. <laughs> I cry when I laugh. See, why don't we even laugh about it? I mean, I get it. I get it, though. It's funny, but it's like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So, that's what we got to learn. <laughs> Going back through it all, like, is it is it a generational thing teaching our kids it's okay to cry it's not okay to cry teaching black men white men whatever it may be therapy is something you should think about regardless of what avenue it may be mm-hmm. knowing when you know what shit's fucked up being able to identify that shit like uh, owning that shit you know what I mean that shit is fucked up and then learning to cope with that shit you know what I mean like you know I go in the room. I want to talk. I want to scream. I want to yell. I want to bring it back home. But at the end of the day, I don't think there's a wrong way and there's a right way as long as we do that shit. Can y'all all agree on that shit? No. I'm going to bring around the table. What you think, J.K.? I, I mean, every, everyone's got their own thing. You know, I mean, all the different types of pain and everything, grief that we experience, everyone will eventually experience it, but how you deal with it is different. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, you you have to find your thing. I don't know how. I I can't give advice to people on how to find it. I mean, I may have found mine. There you go. My thing may not work next year, you know? So you got to constantly take stock in how you feel, how other people are perceiving you, you know, how how you're relating and reacting to other people. Mm -hmm. You got to adjust, you know? So that, I guess that would be my final thought, you know? Just. There's there's a lot of grief, mm-hmm. a lot of trauma, all types of shit going on out there right now, and you may not think it's affecting you, but I mean you're just holding that shit in, and eventually it could. There so you, you just have to be prepared and equipped to deal with whatever comes up to the surface when it does. If you do do that, then you could greatly improve your quality of life and the quality of life of mm-hmm. those around you. Because you're more, you're well adjusted. I got it. Talk to me, Jay. Talk to me. First and foremost, I, I think there was a lot of stuff discussed tonight. And I just want to thank everybody for being mm-hmm. vulnerable, if you will, uh, for being able to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Not only with each other, but with the tens of people that are listening to this broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, oh but no, I, I, with all that being said, I, seriously, thank you for everybody be, for being vulnerable enough, vulnerable enough to have that conversation. Uh, two, my final thought would be have a conversation with somebody. Mm. You are not in this alone. There is somebody out there that is willing to listen. There's hotlines. There are your homies. There are people out there that are willing to have this conversation. So you are not in this alone. And like I said, me being in education, I know time over time there are people that feel like they have nobody to turn to. You have somebody to turn to. Have that conversation with somebody. You ever talk to somebody who know you know they went to college? That's an educated brother right there. I like it. <laughs> that boy, that boy, good. <laughs> uh, give it to uh, me, brother. Uh, I would just say, um, <laughs> damn. How do I how do I sum up? I would say, as black men, we are all human beings. First and foremost, it is okay to live in the human experience, meaning 
it is okay to feel what you are feeling. We don't just have to be chill and angry. We can be happy. We can be sad. We can be depressed. You know, we can feel the whole range. We can live out this whole human experience. It is okay. Damn, I want to hug that man. Don't touch me. Jesus Christ. I love Cutter, it. Don't man. Touch me. Give it to me, bro. What you got? People's eyebrow. Go ahead, man. That man for saying something good. <laughs> yeah, that nigga was speaking. I mean, <laughs> I'm still going to stick with my, what I said. I mean, I understand going to someone that's probably going to help, but in real, when reality hits me, maybe just speaking to someone I know and just letting me just speak without someone judging me or even saying anything. Just call a nigga and be like, dude, don't even say nothing. I just got to get some shit off my chest. Like, I could do that with my dad, and that's straight up. Like, I just don't say nothing, but I must be 100. He going to be the judgingest nigga in the world, but he going to come at me real. And maybe someone coming at me real, then someone probably trying to tell me my problems. Mm-hmm. Probably getting gets me better than going to someone I don't know. Right. I love it. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? There is, there's a lot that we go through and there's a lot that we're taught and there's a lot that we, you know, we deal with. So I personally feel like, like everyone has kind of said it in their own way. Find your own form of therapy, whether it be talking to a friend, talking to a stranger, getting on a plane and just having a conversation with a person, going to an actual professional, hell, talking to your kid just to get them your voice out and a smile and things like that. Find your outlet and things like that because we all grow through all these things in life and we walk through life as if we are unaffected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said it right right there. But we are. Right. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow, we are. But at the end of the day, we are all washed. We in this together. I appreciate y'all. Peace. Y'all ever notice how niggas be like at the end of the day? Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.